Okay, folks, after a long hiatus due to the fact that I died, the Maddie and Maggie show has returned. No thanks to Maggie, who is a piece of shit. Unlike me, who is a pure angel. So, uh, Margaret, how are you today? I'm fine. I am just fine. How are you? Now, you uh, you indicated to me in our extensive uh pre-preparation for the show, which lasted roughly 18 to 35 seconds, that you were angry. Yes. Would you like to uh, would you like to discuss the source of your anger? <laughs> well, I mean, I literally just like five minutes ago my sister was in the house and okay. now she is not. I kept I kept calling her name and trying to get her to respond to me and uh -huh. I don't know where she is and that's fucking annoying because she should uh, in this in this modern world, people should respond no later than five seconds of being reached out to. How how old is your sister? She's sixteen. Yeah, so that's probably incredibly uncommon that a sixteen year old would leave the house <laughs> and not want to talk to you on the phone. I can see why you would have a difficult time with that incredibly uncommon occurrence. You <laughs> fucking idiot. Well, you know, it's just because she was here a minute ago and she was in mm -hmm. her PJs and, and and she was using my nail polish and then mm -hmm. she took it off like 10 minutes after putting it on. So I don't know if she mm -hmm. did that just specifically to piss me off by wasting my nail polish or... Okay. That's that's what's going on in my world right now. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about what's really important in society and life right now. Yeah. And that is Big Juicy. <laughs> Oh so, uh, for our listeners who may not follow me on Twitter, I can't imagine that anyone would just choose to listen to this if you don't follow my Twitter, but let's assume for argument's sake that that's possible. Uh, we had the neighborhood, like, Memorial Day, like, cookout or whatever, and it took place in the cul-de-sac in front of my house. And um, there was a dude there who, um, and this is new information, Mackie, exclusive to the listeners of the Maddie and Maggie show. I thought that he was married to the old woman there. Uh -huh. As it turns out, that's her son. <laughs> and he was there visiting because he just got out of prison. No. So, Are you serious? I am serious. So oh, this shit. may be a shock to some people who view the world in more rose-colored glasses than you and I. But the um, gentleman with numerous neck tattoos who had big, juicy tattooed in huge font on his forearm... He's done a little time, Maggie. Oh, wow. I don't know what his crimes are. I believe firmly in my heart that he is innocent of all those crimes. Absolutely. Because a, a man that juicy would not, he would not commit crime. He is without sin, big juicy. <laughs> I but, think having that tattoo, it just like, like eradicates all possibility of him ever being any sort of bad person. I mean, how could you, how, how could you? You know, I drink so rarely now that I can't handle that kind of stimuli. Like, <laughs> if it's going to be like one of the five times a year that I get drunk, you can't put a fucking toothless dude with 87 neck tattoos and big juicy on his forearm in front of me because I'm going to fucking lose my shit. <laughs> I can't I can't fucking handle that. Oh. And I couldn't tell anybody about it. So like I have to pretend oh, no. like I'm normal to all these people. So I'm surrounded by like, you know, 
a number of other people and my neighbor's daughter who is divorced who is smoking fucking hot. I just found out. How and old is she? 35. Oh, dude. Dude. Yeah, what's up, girl? <laughs> so, um, you know, so like I decided I was going to hit on her and yeah. I was being very charming and she seemed like very into it, actually, oh. which Lord knows. But I couldn't like blow my cover like so fast and be like, big juicy. Yeah, listen, I need you to know that you know i am a normal successful person so you can show me your breasts but all that i'm thinking about in my head is big motherfucking juicy yeah jeez dude that's that's rough no i mean i've definitely been in in situations where you know you're like the only person with like a non-functioning brain yeah. and like you have to like you have to have a cover so that people don't know just how fucking stupid you are yeah like because people want to get to know you and like want to find out about your life and stuff and i need yeah. to talk about fucking big juicy i know i know i think um i want to bring something up and i asked uh because you know where do you live alabama you i live, live in georgia, georgia. i live outside of atlanta yeah and i i asked um let's see are you are you the only jew on the block and you said, I'm the only Jew for miles. Yes. That's amazing. That's great. How does thank it feel? You, thank you for omitting the other offensive things I said after that. Of course. How does that feel, being the only Jew for miles? Well, I'm not going to lie to you. My people, Margaret, they have suffered a great mm -hmm. deal. Yeah. And it is very lonely. So mm -hmm. um, if anyone would like to comfort me, you yeah. can send $100 to Lonely Jew on PayPal. Yeah. Um, but no, you know, it actually, it is a really, really weird thing. And this is something I talk to about people sometimes is, you know, you grow up in a particular place and you become accustomed to certain things. Yeah. So growing, growing up in upstate New York, there are obviously a lot of fucking Jews like me. Yeah. And that's like, I'm not like particularly religious. It's more like a cult. It's cultural yeah. or ethnic thing it's like being italian you know right like i'm jewish you know that yeah. just means that i'm slightly more mentally ill than <laughs> most people yeah and that i love money right um but like you know so there are like no fucking jews here so that's like a weird thing because like i do feel like the people the people are not like me here for like a wide variety of reasons that being <laughs> And, like, also in the South, there are, like, no fucking Italians, which is the best food really? in the world. Yeah, that sucks. So, like, like the quality of the pizza here is just fucking ass. And, like, the Italian food and all that stuff in general. And here you have, like, a huge Mexican population. I do love Mexican food, too. So, like, everywhere. There's a lot of Mexicans in Georgia? A huge number. I think it's, like, the fourth most. I think it's, like, California, Arizona, and then Georgia. As far really? as Mexico, no, excuse me, it's Texas. Like Texas too, excuse me. So yeah. it's like Texas, California, Arizona, and then Georgia. Yeah, we have like the fourth most, um, our highest Mexican population. Nice. But like I love Mexican food, and you can get, but like every place where I grew up, where you would have gotten like good pizza or Italian food here, mm. that's a Mexican restaurant. Right. I, I mean, just, that's that's cool though. That's good. Does that's that? Good. How does I that love, affect? Uh, how does that affect your hearty tummy? It's not good. I'm not gonna lie to you. Do you have um, McDonald's for breakfast? No, I had Hardee's. 
Oh no, no, really? Oh, so hungover day. So let's talk about another reason why I'm going to kill myself. Okay. Um. So you know, I have been at my job, like working a tremendous amount, like yeah. far more than I would have guessed, sort of based on the initial description of the job and the salary I negotiated for that. Right. So it is very difficult, or some of our listeners probably know that. Once you've sort of gotten in somewhere, it is very difficult to sort of change your deal because you yeah. agreed to that. Right. So like, I'm in a situation now where like if I'd known now, if I'd known then what I know now, I probably wouldn't have taken the job for at least an additional between five and $10,000 of salary. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And so it is difficult to claw that money back once they already <laughs> hired you because they're like, you agreed to that, bitch. I was like, well, you fucking lied to me <laughs> about what we're doing. So anyway, the point of that, that's an, that's an aside, is that um, someone from a, a potential employer reached out to me on Friday, mm -hmm. said, hey, would you like to talk to me about this job? And I said, I would. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting job. So he reaches out to me at 3.30 on Friday and says, can you speak between 4 and 6 today? Jeez. And I was like, you just read my resume, you fucking retard. You know that I have a job and that I'm at fucking work. So yeah. yeah, sure. I'll just tell my boss on the promise that you might want to talk to me about a job that I can't do any work for the next fucking two hours, you fucking idiot. Jeez. So um, he's like, you know, I also have Monday at 9 a.m. available. Oh. And so I was like, oh, that's not ideal. And I also didn't know I was going to get fucking shit-faced and tweet Big Juicy 400 times fucking <laughs> Sunday night. <laughs> so um those were like, drunk tweets oh yeah i was hammered oh, last oh night. shit nice i bought like All a right. six pack of like a very heavy ipa so yeah i was fucking wasted last night oh, i was talking shit and oh man was this after the block party like you had gone home oh or... no, no 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 i was wasted at the block party oh, oh i had i had everyone in stitches i was holding oh, court Shit, damn. But I just All couldn't. Right. I but I wanted to scream about Big Juicy and I couldn't. So it's very fucking traumatic for me. That's, I'm so sorry. Yeah. All right. So, so, you, so, anyway, so, yeah, so I have like this job interview, yeah. so to speak, this morning at 9 a.m. I'm okay. supposed to call the guy for whatever reason instead of him calling me like a normal person. That's so I get up early. I like mentally prepare myself. I have a little something to drink. So like, you know, and everything like that. So I'll be sort of like sharp for this. And of yeah. course, the fucking asshole does not answer the Doesn't phone. Doesn't answer the f Jesus Christ. So he may not have realized, like maybe he, maybe the number he gave me was his office, and somehow he neglected to realize on Friday. Are you fucking kidding? I don't know. I don't know yet. You know, I, I told the guys like, you know, you can. I'm available today. You can give me a call back. I'm going to send him an yeah. email in the morning. Oh my god, that's but embarrassing. It it's embarrassing for him. It doesn't bode yeah, well for anyone yeah. to consider him as a future employer. So, uh, but yeah, like the one fucking night in the last four months that I've been fucking drunk, I got to wake up and be sharp because I think I got to talk to some asshole about a fucking job. Yeah. Uh, and, is it um, local? Is it a local job? It is a local job. Good. Yeah. I, you know, like I've just, I can't even imagine like the commutes that some people have to take. Like, my dad's commute to work is no more than 20 minutes every morning. Like, that's uh -huh. the traffic. And it's, like, fucking amazing. And I can't imagine having to drive, like, an hour to get to work. 
I drive, yeah, I drive at least an hour every day both that ways. That is insane, dude. That's crazy. I'm so sorry. It's not bad because it um, gives me an opportunity to do something very important, which is listen to audiobooks where the Bob heroes are, are teen wizards. Oh, oh, I was I thought you were gonna say listen to like Bob Weir Flax or something, because that's what you no. seem to love so much. I listen to that at home in the car. Because music gets me pumped up and it's bad for my road rage. Oh no. <laughs> so I have to listen to like um audiobooks in the car because I find that calming. Wow. So like what kind of, you really books about teen wizards? I mean, sometimes there's books about adult wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Are you into like fantasy? Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I, I I never would have taken you for that. I feel like you'd be like obscure like forties crime about like I don't fucking know. I, f- I feel like people's interest in true crime is like so boring. Yeah, reason, it, it, no, it really you. is. It really. I mean, I have an interest in true crime, but like I don't publicize it because it's fucking boring, and it doesn't make you special liking that stuff. Yeah, that's like a weird thing because I know like I do this a little bit like with all my Grateful Dead stuff and jam band stuff or whatever, but like I like I strongly dislike anyone who sort of substitutes the type of media they consume for a personality. <laughs> yes. Like I have my own special brand of retardation and mental illness. Like I don't need to be defined by like liking music or the Grateful Dead or whatever. Right. I'm gonna talk about that shit because I like it and I like to fucking right. talk about what I like, but like yeah, some people are like, yeah, man, I'm really into like true crime and like crimes and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, congratulations on being incredibly fucking boring. <laughs> so happy for you. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I think it's Here's one the, thing that I that I do like is mm-hmm. um I mean like I listen to I have a lot there's a lot of people that I follow on YouTube who's literally oh, their Christ. like livelihood is just narrating like scary stories uh-huh. and mo- mostly the reason why I listen to that stuff is because it puts me to sleep. I like, I feel like I can't go to sleep unless there's like some sort of background noise. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just put that on, you know, on my phone next to my bed and like listen to that. And sometimes, sometimes it does the opposite of putting me to sleep. Cause it's so fucking scary that like, I can't focus on getting to sleep. And I think, Holy shit, there's like a ghost in my room or something. But mm-hmm. I mean, most of that shit though, I don't. I don't like to like talk about it because it's not like, it's not cool, right? Yeah, I guess <laughs> I understand what you're saying, and I've thought about it, and I guess my conclusion is you are an idiot. Yes. Yeah. You are dumb, and you are gay. Yeah. And I'm going to kick you off <laughs> the edge of a volcano into the volcano. That's, I guess, basically what I'm saying. Yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> That's fine. It's not a big deal. Oh shit! What? See, now I'm freaked out because I know I'm home alone, and I see the door moving over there. It's it's closed and it's locked. I think it's just the wind, but that really it is just the wind. Me. Yeah, I mean this house is drafty as hell, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, you worried if that I get, someone... if I get kidnapped or if mm-hmm. someone breaks in, this will be the best episode that we've ever recorded because you will hear the entire fucking ordeal. Oh, no, I'm going to have that person replace you as the co-host. Oh, okay. That's how it works. So, like, if you're somewhere and someone does a crime against you, like, they win your spot. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, if someone breaks into your house and does a crime upon you, like, they hit you over the head with a vase or something like that. Yeah. Like, they have have defeated you. Shit. 
and they become the podcast co-hosts. Oh, no. Welcome, welcome to episode one of Maddie and the guy who broke a vase over Maggie's head show. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He's not gonna get he's not gonna get the same cut of the royalties that you do. No, no the whole three dollars that I Yeah, I'm not gonna do business with a criminal. The, the entire show, not just per episode, the entire yeah. show. I don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not on Memorial Day. No. Will no. not disrespect the troops by negotiating with a terrorist. Absolutely. Who committed an act of crime against an innocent American podcast host. Yeah. Do you, you guys having oh go ahead oh go ahead please no you go ahead i was gonna ask you if um like your family does anything for memorial day or you guys care about that or anything like that no 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 we um let's see uh i think my parents are celebrating by going to lowe's and picking out drain caps uh for a project that we're doing on our house okay and um no we're not like a we don't we don't do that shit um and you know we're we're not like a an extremely patriotic family, if you will. Um, right. My parents don't really drink. We don't really party. My parents are old, so yes. you know. I say that, and then people ask me how old they are, and I'm like, oh, they're in their early fifties, and they're like, holy shit, your parents are not at all old. But to me, that's like ancient, you know. Of course. Yeah, I mean they're they're just old, so. I feel like I've inherited a lot of their elderly traits of going to bed at, you know, 8.30 and uh, <laughs> listening to NPR. And In fact, yesterday I got home, I was hanging out with a friend for a little while, and I got home, I think, at 8.30, and, you know, it was dark out by that point, and both my parents were out in their bed. Like, they were passed out. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I my sister was, like, making dinner, and I thought it was, like, midnight. And I was like, holy shit, dude, you have to be, you have to be quiet, like... Like it's so late. Why are you? And she's like, "Dude, it's eight thirty. Like, mom oh and dad God. are just—they're just passed out. Like, they're done." And I was like, "Wow, Jesus, what are we? What are we becoming?" So I—I uh, I think I need to bring something up um, that I know a lot of our listeners probably may have been aware of, but uh, we need to know sort of the resolution of it. Right. Um, your ceiling fan. Which is a which is a, a cause of a lot of stress and anxiety in your life and tear filled Instagram videos. <gasps> My ceiling fan. Um, yeah, your ceiling fan, which yeah. you hate with a passion. Yeah, that you can understand. Uh, the remote broke. It broke. The remote. It's it's you know one of those wireless things and. This fan doesn't have like chains on it that I can. Are you looking at a ceiling fan in your room right now? I'm looking at the ceiling fan to see if, because there's a new one in this room. I was looking to see if it had chains. <laughs> can you do that again? You look like a. You look like some sort of sea animal when you turn your head that way. All right, I'm sorry. Um, you are indeed not a whale. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just talk like that for the rest of the show yeah so see we had a I, I had a uh, a fan that i got in like late november and then you know the fan my fan before which i loved so dearly and had been accustomed to for Here eight years mm -hmm. 
it had chains on it. So the, that fan's remote broke and there was no way of fixing it because it was super old and we just like didn't know how to fix that one. So, um, but it had chains so I could pull one chain for the light and then there was other chain that I could pull to different degrees to set the, the fan going and the fan was fucking huge. It was so powerful. It made my room nice and cold. I loved mm-hmm. that shit. And this fan the other day breaks the remote just stops working in the middle of the day. Right. And so for three whole days, I had to use the lamps in my room and I had no ceiling fan and I was a sweaty, depressed bitch. So that's what, that's what's been going on. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And it, it is starting to get rather hot here and I have to go to uh, Las Vegas this weekend for work. Las Vegas. Which I'm super not excited about. It's going to be very hot. That's another reason that I have to kill myself. Yeah. Well, you I, know, though, it's not going to be. Um, it's not going to be humid there. There's no humidity in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, that's it's- what one of my fucking retard neighbors tried to tell me yesterday. <laughs> so like, so I'm hitting on the girl, right? Right. Um, it's it's going to be. What what day are you going to Las Vegas? Friday. Friday. It's going to be 94 degrees on Friday. Oh. Fucking Christ! With seventeen percent humidity, so you'll be uh, fine. Yeah, it'll be just like a fucking day at the spa. <laughs> so, like, um, I decide, you know, like, a, like a brave hunter gatherer that I'm gonna go hit on the girl. Mm-hmm. And so I do, and you know, we're talking and stuff like that. And she pulls her chair closer to mine because I am an absolute piece of shit, but charming. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, ultimately, like, one of the other neighbors who is, like, of a similar age to us, um, he decides to come over. And, like, we're, like, talking about Las Vegas. And, like, I would like to point out that this neighbor is retarded <laughs> because um, I'm saying that a lot today. And I feel like yeah. people are going to hear that, but I don't it's really care. Yeah, I feel it's, like I have a responsibility to call you out. on. It's it. important to say that people are gay and retarded. Yeah. That's my right. On Memorial Day, since I served as yeah. a troop, <laughs> I don't like to talk a lot about my service, mm. but um, I did, I did serve. Yeah, were you dishonorably discharged after two months for hiding too many burgers under your bed and having panic attacks every time? Private pile. <laughs> Can you imagine me being in the military? No, I fucking can't imagine that. Like the sergeants, like like trying to like dress you down, you know. I'm like, you know, I got to be honest with you, Sarge. This type of negative reinforcement is it's it's really not good for my uh, for my anxiety and mental health issues. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to ask you to reconsider your tone. They would love that. Private Kramer, you some <laughs> bitch. Uh, sir, could you please lower your voice? <laughs> you know, it's this is uh, this is a very stressful environment. Mm. What I, I need you to take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to give you 20? I need you to give me 30 seconds of deep breathing. That's what <laughs> I need. And then maybe we can have this conversation again when you're going to be a little bit more calm and reasonable. Yeah. But yeah, so my neighbor comes over. I don't even remember what I was talking about. And like somehow, about like, Las Vegas. yeah, so I was talking about Las Vegas. He's like, oh, yeah, he, that's exactly what he said. It's like the humidity is not really bad there. I was like, bitch, if it's fucking 100 degrees, I don't care what the humidity is. Nobody gets in the sauna. And I was like, oh, it's very pleasant here. No humidity. You fucking the, dumbass. The sauna you is pure humidity, you dumbass. Shit, Jeff. The sauna fucking... is 
you don't you don't you don't get it you don't understand that's it's it's gonna be hot there this guy drives one of those scion boxes oh fuck you can't listen to him then oh yeah that's what i'm fucking saying and he told us about his band t-shirt collection no no he did not oh yeah what does he have what does he have I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. And I wasn't going to encourage him to talk about that more. Oh, okay. That's a smart move. Yeah, dude. I don't want to talk about your fucking band t shirt collection. You got a shelf of them. That's really cool, man. <laughs> you fucking asshole, cock sucking fucking piece of shit. Did you, you tell him about the 100,000 plus hours of Bob Weir archives that you have? No. <laughs> Did you tell the girl about that? I don't think so. You don't I, think the, so? I don't think she, that is she does she seem like like a like a head or is she like normal? She's no, she's extremely normal. Oh, okay. So she wouldn't that's too bad. She wouldn't understand that. There's very few people who would understand the extent of my fucked upness about <sighs> flax and various equipments and things of that nature. Yeah. That's what my some of my secret Facebook groups are for. Is are those your new headphones that you're wearing? No, I am actually, because my new headphones, thank you for asking, Margaret. My new headphones, the Hi-Fi Man HE4XX, a planner magnetic headphone. Holy shit. uh, Is like most higher-end headphones, what they call, it is not purely a closed back design like these. It is a semi-open headphone. So there is some sound leakage, which creates a wider soundstage when you're listening to music. But since we don't want echo or anything like that on the mm-hmm. podcast, they would not be good for recording audio. So does that mean if you were to use those headphones like on an airplane or in public, other people could hear what you're listening to? Yes. That's fucking annoying. Well, I would not use them in public. They are not for that. All right. So it's simply for when you're in your own home for whatever reason. You need these are for my, yeah, these are, these are for my private uh, listing. I've never understood that. Why do people, when they're by themselves, put headphones on? I don't get that. You're, you're, if you're in your own home, you can turn the music up as loud as you want. Yeah, but if you, there's no it, people around. It's actually a better listening experience with the headphones. No, because then I'm afraid that someone's going to come up behind me and, and you know, smash a vase over my head. So I, I'm too worried about that. Listen, dude, nobody even wants to take your ass to Applebee's. Nobody's going to come in and fucking <laughs> kidnap you. Stop acting like you're so goddamn popular. People are just <laughs> dying to fucking come in the house and take your neurotic 70-year-old 18 ass Yeah. somewhere. Oh, my God. I don't all, know. I feel like... All I these would... people are trying to kidnap me if I listen to Forgot About Dre with headphones on. What the fuck? I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is either, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm talking about ever. No. No, I, I'm I'm not going to lie. I think this is a pretty fucking bad podcast. I think it's great. Okay. You know what? I, I really appreciate your confidence. Don't you have a list of things? Last time, you, you texted me a few weeks ago saying that you had a list of things you've been keeping on me that you were going to bring up on the show. I, th- I did, and I think I erased them out oh, of my no. notes. That's terrible. I know. That's what that's what happens. Like, you know, I made a joke like on Twitter recently, and I think like the same thing happens with like the podcast notes where like um I just like even though like I rarely drink anymore or anything like that, like sometimes I wake up with like content 
written or like in notes or in like my drafts mm-hmm. and stuff so like you that. Like don't, you like don't remember writing it? Yeah. Oh shit. You like, don't take sleeping pills, do you? No, no. Oh, okay. But I do. I don't know if it's because like I have sleep apnea and stuff. I, so like sometimes like I feel like I don't really remember what happens right before I went to sleep. Maybe because it takes me longer. So I'm sort of in and out. Do you have to wear one of those machines when you sleep? No, I should, but I don't. <laughs> why don't why you I'm wear caught. it? Because it makes me claustrophobic, dude. I don't want a fucking mask kidding? on my face. Yeah, fuck that. Are you fucking kidding? Will you will you stop breathing when you sleep, but you're too afraid to have a mask on that could save your life? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I would rather gain weight and die of a heart attack than suffer the claustrophobia of trying to sleep with a fucking mask on my face. Why do you have sleep apnea? I'm not a doctor, bitch. I don't fucking know. <laughs> have you always had it? Yeah. Oh, so it's not just like a fat thing. No, 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 no. I had it since I was a kid. I think it has to do oh, with my fuck up two nose. Do you want to yeah. get your out of that on the webcam? Yeah. But just you for the a... listeners, I'm trying to, I'm showing Maggie my nostrils right now. You have a really thick, uh, like, what's what's the shit that's in the middle? Oh, uh, fuck you for saying that's so racist. <laughs> you know, like in between the nostrils, like the bridge. You are, you are such an anti Semite. I really am. No, it's just, it's really wide. It looks like you have really small nostrils. It must be hard to breathe. Wow. You're insinuating that I'm either Jewish or black based on my nose, or <laughs> based on my nose infrastructure. Yeah. Wow, that's that's very painful. I'm sorry. So like I'm 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 looking right now in my little notes thing. Mm -hmm. There is nothing about the podcast, but there is one that says, "I'm starting to think that God died for my sins so that I'd give him sex." (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? That's dumb. Yeah, and there's another one that says a lot of historians will not tell you the truth. But the real reason for the Civil War was that the North believed that vinyl was superior to CDs. <laughs> That's a good one. And then there's also, this is this is very intellectual stuff, so a lot of people probably won't get this humor. Mm-hmm. But it says, Beethoven was a gay-toven. Bach loved cock. Amadeus was a gay-ass. The classics were gay as fuck. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> You're so stupid. Oh my god. So can we talk about the fact, by the way, another reason I need to kill myself? The the yeah. theme of this week's podcast is various reasons that I need to kill myself. Yeah. I had the misfortune. I have a lot of Twitter followers, not as many yeah. as some, but far more than others. Can I um, just, let me just stop you right before? Is it just me or have the quality of your tweets been going down lately? Because I feel like you've been posting some shit that's like getting like maybe twenty four likes rather than a few hundred, or or am I just missing something? Have you always gotten like a few likes here and there, and then like there's one big one? No, no. So normally I would say like the average tweet gets about fifty. Okay, I didn't like, know that. I thought you always got like hundreds of. No, 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 likes. no, 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 no. So like if it like I don't make any effort with my tweets, obviously anymore. Right. So like. Course. Random disposable posts, particularly ones that are just generic and have no joke. Mm-hmm. If I'm just like, I'm gonna eat a sandwich, like that'll get like 30 <laughs> likes. If I like say something that is like has some humor to it, even if the humor is lost to anyone but me, 
Yeah. That'll get like 50 likes. And if I post like something that is mildly funny, it'll get between like 100 and 500 likes. Okay. Um, I had the misfortune this week of posting something that got 88,000 likes. No, I didn't see that. What was it? Oh my God. Let me, let me read this to you. It's not even fucking funny, by the way. And it was just me rehashing a phrase that I think is really funny that I've been tweeting since 2014. So I tweeted on 5-24-2018. All right, I'm going to go back. I'm looking at my phone yep. right now. Long-term Twitter use has only two possible outcomes. One, you become a overbearing, politics-obsessed scold. Two, your brain becomes so diseased that you can only laugh at stuff like, it's your boy tarantula dick. <laughs> no. Oh okay, so, so, so that currently has 19,700 retweets, 84,900 likes. I'm clicking on the little analytics button. So currently, that tweet has 4,208,000 thousand impressions oh my god one hundred twenty nine thousand total engagements uh-huh 521 people have replied to it and that doesn't count the quote tweets by the way so like people like making a comment and then listing the tweet below it which uh -huh. thousands of those so like my mentions for like days have been like these fucking normie retards like what if i'm both <gasps> you know and like wow. Oh my, I can't tell you, like, literally thousands of people have made that joke at me now, and I fucking hate every one of those people yeah. with so much passion. Wait, so when when did you tweet this? Four days ago. Four, day, four days ago. I'm having trouble finding it. That's so... I, I, I had no idea. Good so for like you, th man. This, this is when attention-seeking goes wrong. So, like, I love... That people follow my Twitter and will oh, indulge me it. in like various things where I can say big juicy 400 times <laughs> and they will encourage that kind of deviant, mentally ill behavior. Yeah. Like, I don't want 85,000 fucking likes on a goddamn tweet. And the last thing I want is for thousands of fucking normies yeah. who follow Kim Kardashian and fucking Meek Mill and shit like that to fucking <laughs> tweet at me. Like, what if I'm both, dude? <laughs> I will fucking end your life if you fucking... Wow. This, is a, this is a message because you can't threaten people on Twitter anymore. You'll get suspended. Yeah. But you can on podcasts. So attention, normies who may have read that tweet and think it's okay to reply to me. Yeah. And particularly think it's okay. What if I'm both? <laughs> I want you to listen close, normies. Yeah. If you do that, if you reply to my tweet that way, I will hunt you down and I will end your life. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening. Can you get in trouble for that? I don't know. For killing people? I don't, I don't think no, so. No, for threatening people on a, on a like, shit-tier podcast? I don't know. We're, best, we're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You know, I well in, in the instance that someone does want to uh, take this this lovely Jewish man's money by pressing charges, uh, mm -hmm. I'm not affiliated with this threat. 
I was just Oh, yes, you are. No, you you are in on the threat. Oh, shit. But I I didn't even know about the tweet until 30 seconds ago. Yeah, that's what's so fucked up about you agreeing to all this already as my accomplice. But that's how it works. A a podcast is a legally binding agreement to um, be complicit in any crimes committed by the other host. Shit. Yeah. You obviously, you didn't read your contract very well. Yeah. It was written in crayon. Well, that was all I had available to me at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't judge me. My calligraphy is not as good as it once was. So can we talk about um, the phenomenon known as everyday carry? EDC. Are you familiar with that? that? No. What is that? So there is a... This is another thing that like people are like into, which I resent, but like has some functional aspects. So like a lot of people like carry with them what they would refer to as like an everyday carry bag. This is more of like a men thing because I guess men in theory wouldn't carry a bag. Mm-hmm. Which I would just like to say as a social justice lawyer is a sad commentary. Yeah. On the gendered roles in our society and the pressure that is put on men mm-hmm. not to be feminized. I know as, you're trying to say this maybe as a joke, but it's totally like I agree. Like you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, look, if a dude wants to carry a bag, you know, carry a fucking bag. Listen, I'd like to say something to all the guys who carry bags that aren't me. You are a little bitch. <laughs> you probably like to kiss a penis, but that's besides the point. <laughs> All right, let's move on. How dare you, Maggie? You're being yeah. you're being very problematic yet again this week. This is why I don't do these with you often. It's because you can't control yourself. So, EDC is a phenomenon like where guys carry like you know like like a medium or small like messenger bag or like shoulder bag or whatever. Maybe like something big enough for an iPad. Although some people like for a laptop or whatever. And then you carry like handy items that you may for whatever reason in the course of daily life want to make use of a multi-tool that has like a little screwdriver and a pocket knife and even like little things like aspirin and electronics wipes and cables and uh, this some sort of like is this some sort of new concept to you to to men in general I don't think so but I think like like it being like sort of labeled as something and like there being like everyday carry websites and like now these people are like very heavily marketed to. So are, um, are you talking about, are these just like, like girls, for example, because everything you're saying to me is like, well, that's just a purse, bitch. Like, yes. or your backpack. Like we've, every girl who leaves the house typically always has lip balm, you know, tampons, aspirin, maybe a snack, um, facial wipes, yeah. makeup. Like we fucking carry everything with us, me especially because I'm a bag lady. But right, this this is sort of like I think a this is like men discovering a, like a, you can bring a, things a, outside a, of the house. A masculinized, masculine. What you know what I mean? Yeah, like version of that. So like oh, you're shit. you're carrying some of that stuff, but you're also carrying a knife and a multi tool and a screwdriver and a machete and a right. you know. Yeah, grenades and a lot of the everyday carry guys, like, you know, they carry a gun, too, and, like, bullets and shit like that. For Um, real? Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. All right. A lot of people carry guns. I mean, don't forget, like, it's not my thing. And I uh, do not like guns. But, I mean, there's more guns in this country than people. Somebody is buying those things and carrying them and shooting up schools. Do people carry, like, guns a lot in Georgia? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure that in California, I mean, obviously people are not going to follow the law, but I'm pretty sure we have strict, like, open and concealed carry laws in California. There's no open carry. So, so Georgia uh, is an open carry state. I mean, that you have to you have to get a license and go through like checking checks and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah you but can openly shit. carry. They, they recently, um, and this even from like other Republicans, but like the people who are in legislatures and stuff don't really actually care about the people and stuff. No. So they they recently you can now carry um, guns into you can now carry concealed weapons into. Um, churches, Jesus the churches were against that, and you know normally the Republicans love the churches. Yeah, um, you can now carry a concealed weapon to, into establishments that serve beer and liquor. Oh, that's a bad. That's yeah. really. What are that's, we in the fucking old west? Yes, and um, have you ever seen someone open? You can, now, you can now concealed carry on uh, college campuses as well in Georgia. Um, yeah, I know which, where I'm not fucking going to school then. Yeah. Have you um, have you ever seen someone open carrying? Yes, that must be really scary. It yeah, it's very very uncomfortable. It's really yeah, I don't like that. Anyway, so you were talking so everyday carry. What are what are these men doing? And do you know any of these men? I'm I, that's what I'm saying is that I have become one of these men. Oh my god! And like I love like having hobbies. I guess like fake hobbies. By yeah. hobbies, I guess I mean excuses to buy things. Oh, of course, yeah. So now I have like an everyday carry bag and I can't stop um, buying things. Are you fucking kidding? What does it look like? It's just like a little shoulder bag. Oh my God. So like, so you finally like. So like in, in my everyday carry bag, I carry my iPad. I carry um, like an additional like couple of Apple lightning cables and like a wall charger for my phone or iPad and like a an external battery that would power these things and then like a pocket knife and um like same thing like lip balm and um my I carry my Xanax which is and um like just so and just this like is a fucking concept that's being marketed yeah well, well, holy, well here, here I'm sorry holy well, shit here's, here's why is that you could like a normal person you could go on Amazon and buy a perfectly uh serviceable folding knife for eight dollars right i of course i'm not going to do that because that's what poor people do and i find that vulgar so i bought a spider company frame lock titanium handled knife that retails for like 104 dollars um but one of my clients strangely enough her husband is a gun store owner and she has a jewelry store inside of a gun store which is kind of (laughs) Amazing. So, like, I go see her sometimes. She's newer in the business, and like, I give her like training and advice and things like that on how to run her business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she gave me a discount, so I bought uh, this knife there. Mm-hmm. And so, like, now I have this knife, which I literally never use other than to basically open boxes. Yeah. That I've bought other things <laughs> for my bag for. Yeah. And so, like, even though I have this knife, which I'm already like not really needing probably like i see these other knives that are like really cool looking 
and like I want to buy them and I'm having like to stop myself like right now there's this knife I really like that's $125 and I feel like I need to buy it <laughs> God Jesus I, I don't even know what to say and so like so let me tell you like another funny story so like about everyday carry and just like yeah. stuff like this and how fucking useless I am because I have no mechanical ability whatsoever <laughs> Like, I can't fix fucking anything. <laughs> like, I know about electronics and shit. If you need your fucking your computer, your fucking home stereo or theater setup, I can handle that shit. But, like, is this because like, you, you didn't play sports in high school? I was actually like a star athlete. That's Fuck what you. <laughs> I swear to God, I was on that. So, you, I, you, I never, like, you don't know that. Oh, didn't you tell me you were like some state wrestling champion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like I actually represented the United States in like an international wrestling competition in Finland. No I way. Yeah, I wrestled against like Finnish and Russian and Russian wrestlers. Like when like as a high school student? Yeah. Oh my god. Like I could have gone to college for wrestling. Oh my god. Why didn't you? Because so as you probably know like wrestlers basically starve themselves. Yeah. Oh, I spent I like my entire high school experience starving myself to make weight. Like it was miserable, like during really? the rest of the season. And I was so good, unfortunately, that I was like most high school athletes. I think it's more common now than it was, you know, when I was in high school, but um, don't compete year round. If you're a high school baseball player, you don't, unless you're like a guy who's probably going to go to college, you don't play yeah. high, you don't play baseball 12 months out of the year. Right. But, I was really good. So like outside the wrestling season, there's like the Olympic styles that they compete in. Mm -hmm. And there's all these other competitions. And the, so wrestling was like a winter sport. But there was yeah. like competition ball in the summer, fall, spring. So like if you're good and there's something actually on the line, you may not lose as much weight as you do for your high school things. But like you're still competing. So I mean, I, I probably spent eight months out of the year having to do like extreme dieting where like I was under probably 6% body fat and I would lose anywhere from like 20 to 40 pounds from that weight. Oh my God. To make weight. What does that mean to make weight? Like to go, like to get into the certain weight class? Yeah. Yeah. You have weigh-ins just like at a UFC fight or a boxing match or anything like that, because everybody it's a lowest common denominator sport in the sense that if there are three guys who are just as good as you mm -hmm. who weigh 175 pounds even though the weight class limit is 145 and they'll diet mm -hmm. to hit 145 if you're not willing to do that yeah on the second day of a tournament when everyone is rehydrated if you're a 150 pound man whose skills let's say are 10 out of 10 yeah and you wrestle a 175 pound man whose skills are 10 out of 10 he's going to win <laughs> you basically if you want to be at the top of something you have to basically be willing to compete at the most extreme levels of weight loss as the other top people in your weight class. Is that why you eat so much now? I'm so hungry, food. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I starved myself. I have a fucked up metabolism because of it. My my doctor thinks I'm probably two inches. Like, I'm like 5'11 and some change. No one else in my family is below 6'1". Like, if I hadn't dieted like that, like, my doctor thinks I probably would have been, like, 6'1". Wow. That's crazy. So go yeah. back to the, the everyday carry shit you're talking. So you want to buy, like, a $180 knife? Uh, yeah. Because you're fucking gay? 
Well, it has like certain characteristics. No, you're never Matthew. You're never going to use that shit. You are you looking it up right now? I want to tell you, like, this is what ha happens to me. By the way, so like, I think it, it it's a joke. Like, you know, I've always made my living sort of in the sales type fields mm -hmm. of my industry. I'm yeah. good at getting people to do shit. Right. And so, um, you know. They they always joke that salespeople are very are the most susceptible to like being sold, mm. and I think that that's true. So like I read these descriptions of stuff, and like it sounds awesome, and I want it. So like here's one of the knives I want to buy: the Mastrop X Ferrum Forge Crux S thirty five VN folding knife. No. Now for starters, I have no idea what the fuck that means, but it actually sounds badass to me. Yeah. No, it does sound badass. All right, so so here it is. So this this knife, Maggie, which is a bargain at $125, I'd like to point out, is a full-sized folder. It is equipped with a drop point blade made from S35VN steel, widely regarded widely regarded as one of the best blade steels on the market. Mm. At 3.4 inches, the blade can tackle tough everyday tasks with ease. And it pairs with a strong and lightweight 6AL4V titanium handle. I don't know what that means, but it's probably awesome. <laughs> with a built-in frame lock for secure lockup. Finally, there's a matching titanium pocket clip for tip-up carry on either side. Tip-up carry. That sounds so badass. I don't know what the fuck it means. <laughs> Maybe I, the, uh... the base of the blade has a sizable choil for ease of sharpening, but <laughs> it can also be choke up on the knife for detail work. Oh my god. That's amazing. What so would I, you what would you do with this? I don't fucking know, but I feel like I'm a fool if I don't get it. It's a <laughs> fucking bargain. How much is it? $124.99. I mean I, I don't know. Like I Ferrum Forge is a two-man artisan knife house in San Diego known for the quality of their blades. And they are working directly with Ferrum Forge for this blade. So the blade has great value, Margaret. I feel like you I, don't. I feel like you don't respect the blade. I don't think I do respect the blade. I'm getting pretty uh, pissed off about that. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about weapons at all, and uh -huh. I just like am having an insanely hard time grasping why this is even remotely interesting to you. All right, so here's another knife that I need. Oh my god. This knife is two twenty nine ninety nine, mm. but it's a bargain because um, it would normally be two hundred eighty five dollars. Right. So this is the Wee Knife six oh eight drop point S thirty five VN knife. Let me mm -hmm. tell you about this knife, Maggie, because if you don't get excited about this, there's probably not much I can do to help you. <laughs> this is a full sized flipper in eight styles. It is backed by premium materials. The Wee Knife 608 drop point clocks in at nine inches overall. God damn, that's a blade. The four inch <laughs> S35VN blade has a wide belly for ease of slicing, but the fine tip can just as easily pierce through tough materials when you need it to. What if I need to pierce tough materials, Maggie? I don't have anything that can do that now. Like most Wee Knife blades, this one is a flipper, and the blade rides. Here's, here's where the good stuff comes in. It rides on smooth as butter ball bearing opening system housed inside the titanium handle. 
The handle comes in multiple colors, as does the blade, to freshen up your dairy, daily carry. And a frame lock secures the blade when opened. For carry, there's a tip-up right-handed clip, but you can store the knife in the occluded zipper pouch for safekeeping. I mean, how can you not want that? And look at all the colors it comes in. It comes with blue with a gold line and black stonewash. I don't know what that means, but it sounds fucking <laughs> cool. There's black with gold line but regular stonewash. I also don't know what that fucking means. The, this is a hell of a fucking knife. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, you, you're a fool if you don't buy this knife. <laughs> you're really missing out. You feel like you may have spent money by buying the knife, but actually think about what you've lost if you don't buy the knife. I... How, do you, how do you feel about that? Would you like to buy the knife? Fuck no. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> What I the fucking, hell would I need a knife for? I'm getting so upset right now. I opened up to you. I fucking opened my heart to you and told you about my dreams and what I really wanted to be happy in this life. And you have mocked me and ridiculed me. And it's fucking disgraceful. How dare you? Okay. So anyway, so I bought <laughs> <laughs> a multi-tool, which has like a blade and pliers and a whole bunch of other stuff. And so, like, I decided I needed to use the multi-tool, so I used it to open an Amazon package. And because it's a multi-tool, the blade opens one way, but the sharp side of the blade is on the opposite side of where the blade would normally be when right. you fold out a knife. So I, I badly cut my thumb with it. Oh, my fucking God. So, so far... With your, with your what? How much was that knife? 100? That multi-tool was a, a bargain at, like, $65 oh. or something. Holy shit, dude. It's a Leatherman. They make, I don't know what that means. It means it's a fucking fine multi-tool, Maggie, because I'm not going to fucking <laughs> have the tool in my bag that I never use be a fucking piece of shit like mm -hmm. some fucking rube. <laughs> I'm not hey, a fucking still, idiot. Do you, do you still, are you still subscribed to the Impish Rogue? <laughs> <laughs> what did I even say about that? I don't even remember. You, I think, uh, let me see if I can remember it exactly. It's like, I love to subscribe to a monthly box that sends me artisan scabbards and <laughs> some, some fucking called the impish rogue. That's what all this stuff is called. Like all my, so like, because like, this is something I don't know if people talk about. Like people always talk about how like Facebook and Instagram use targeted ads yeah what they don't talk about is how fucking awesome those ads are so like i click on these ads all the time and i buy things from them sometimes uh-huh and uh but like now it's gotten bad so like my entire instagram feed when i do get ads in it is like shit from that it's called like you know like the gentleman bastard and like <laughs> you know <laughs> You know, yeah, like, you're getting like 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 male yeah, like boxes yeah. there. Or like, yeah, or like they try and make it sound like medieval and badass, like bespoke selections from the Stone Glade Society. <laughs> and like shit like that. And it's like a fucking like four hundred dollar hatchet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and like even <laughs> I'm not that fucking stupid. So like no. obviously like there's people who are even more mentally damaged than me <laughs> obviously have more money too. Because yeah. if I made like six hundred thousand dollars a year i probably would buy a fucking four hundred dollar hatchet <laughs> but um 
you know, like it's all that fucking stuff. And it is, it's like the weirdest fucking shit now. Yeah. So it's like, I guess, cause you like run out of stuff. Like after you've already bought a thousand dollars worth of fucking blades with tanto points and fucking drop points and shit like that. Like you need new stuff to buy. So it's all like old timey sounding stuff too. That sounds like, like snake oil medicine. Like they want to sell you, you know, like professor Phillips, uncommonly rigid <laughs> beard oil and then like you know because they know all of us are fat assholes with beards who like yeah. have long ago left our best athletic days behind us yeah and want to buy fucking hatchets and fucking fireplace tools that were forged in a fucking castle for twelve thousand dollars and it's just it's just fucking terrible it's a disease yeah. i have so many diseases diseases you really do of the brain you really what the do. What are you doing, you dipshit? I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Making I, fucking noise. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's my brother's uh, college diploma. It came in the mail. Mm -hmm. I wanted to look at it. You thought opening a paper package might be a good thing to do on an audio podcast? <laughs> I didn't know if you could hear it or not. <laughs> By the way, if you had a fucking everyday carry knife, you could have opened that silently. Fuck you. No, yes. the package is weird, and I had to like pull it out. But you know. You're you're not alone in this needless, senseless buying because I am constantly buying boxes of makeup that come to my house that are wildly expensive, and you know I I am getting I'm getting hooked on things that are not good for my wallet, if you will. Yes. Um, and I mean I love buying shit. But, like, I'm going to have no money by the end of the year if I keep buying shit that I don't need. Yes. I understand that. So, like, <laughs> I, mean, I, I yeah, I bought, like, economics. all this stuff. And basically, like, I'm, you know, I'm going to Las Vegas for work. Right. So, like, the sum total of all that is that I will probably actually use, like, this extra charger and these cables and stuff like that. Like, oh, it'll sort of it'll functionally become like a good travel bag. And I've got like a nice pair of in-ear monitor earbuds and like a, a like a, an Astell and Kern, like Bluetooth DAC. So like when I'm traveling, like instead of having to listen directly from my phone, like I bought like this Bluetooth digital audio converter that amplifies the signal and makes you it sound so, better. You are so fucking soft. Man. I definitely didn't spend a hundred dollars on that. You are um, fucking soft. So yeah, you know, like that's just strange. so basically. So basically, I bought. By the way, so like between that and the in-ear headphones, so basically, I've spent two hundred dollars on audio equipment that I will use for three hours on each plane ride, and then put back in my backpack for three more months until I go out of town again. Jesus Christ! You know, I um, I I spent twenty dollars on a CD player and had. Strangers send me free boxes of fish CDs from uh -huh. Twitter, and that, that's how I listen to my music. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I know. I know it is. You could literally like have CD-quality music that you could take anywhere with you, but instead you want to drag around a fucking disc. Yeah, I do. Some... Well, you know, the, the set, it, it actually, it's broken. The CD player is broken because it's like a piece of garbage, and, you know, I guess I should spend... <laughs> I should spend uh -huh. more money on it if I want to. But, you know, like, even the other day, I downloaded some music onto my iPod and, like, used an aux cord in my car while I was driving. Mm -hmm. And 
I much prefer the sound of CDs to that aux cord shit. Like CDs just sound so much better. They do. And they like I just I was like I can't. I was listening to some fish show and I was like I I can't do this. Like it just doesn't sound as good. Um, so I'm well, not it's because it's because your iPod sucks ass, by the way. So like, okay. you're actually you're actually better off with like Bluetooth. Streaming. What the fuck does is does that take up like data? No, like that's not gonna. No, that just sounds expensive and time consuming and. <sighs> you are you are so fucking stupid. I, I'm getting. I have a CD player in my car built Bitch, in. I got a CD player in my car. It's fucking built in. It's built in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. You know, I just want to say I can't believe that this this whole idea of carrying daily essential needs is like some sort of new marketable thing for Listen, men. Men like, invent men invented the idea of leaving the house with things that you need in 2017. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, I I have everything that I need for an entire day's worth of I mean, I could fucking like leave the country if I wanted to every time I leave my house and go to sounds school. Like, sounds like a lot of feminist propaganda to me is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> that I invented everyday carry when I first bought my first $100 knife. And you were trying to say that women invented that, which is you are pushing a leftist feminist narrative. Okay. And frankly, I'm, I'm not going to have it. This is why, okay. I, this is why I, I need to take my country back. Would you like to? I'm sorry about that. Do you want to start a dialogue about this? Keep the conversation going. By dialogue, if you mean I want you to agree that I'm correct, and then you're not going to talk about it anymore, then yes, I would like to start a dialogue so that we can begin to heal. Okay. I think it's it's time. Healed. It's time for healing. It is time for healing. Speaking of time for healing, Margaret, it is also time to end. Yeah, this was a really fucking bad show. It was probably the greatest show that's ever been done. I don't know. You know, you, I listened to your old podcast, The mm -hmm. Prep School Hippie, and two things that I really like about it is it seems like you've got, well, first of all, you have grown men who are fellow Twitter you know, dipshits who can yes. actually produce good content like on the spot. <laughs> like I feel like I just can't provide anything good on the spot because I'm just not as like comedically adapted okay. you know um i don't know if people think i'm funny i hope they do but i i feel like they probably think i'm just annoying um and also i like that you had intro music on that show i think that was that was fun and kind that of was extra work and i hate doing that God. i have thought about bringing i have to talk to randall i have thought about bringing back the prep school hippie because mm -hmm. i have to be honest with you and this was so this i guess we'll talk about this for like a minute before we we go off is that like I am like very I guess needy in some ways or whatever or like Wait, I don't know are you, I, are you really I didn't I, know I, I, I don't know how you want to characterize it but like the fact that that podcast wasn't extremely popular mm -hmm. like made me mad it made me not want to do it because I felt like instead of like a thousand people or twelve hundred people listening to each episode that like four or five thousand like like podcasts that I didn't think were as good. Mm -hmm we're getting like more listeners and that was like a source of um, like anger for me. So like, it makes like, that's just how my brain works. Cause you're a little bitch. Yes. And so like, but like I was like listening to like some old episodes uh, and I was like, 
this is really good. Yeah. Like, I really think that that podcast was extremely fucking good. Randall, by the way, he doesn't get credit because he's like a quieter guy, is so funny. Yeah. Like, he's like extremely funny. Just like, like, whereas, like, I'm like, just, I never shut the fuck up. Like, he's like, he was a good foil because he's like the complete opposite of me in that respect. Yeah. But he is still like so extremely funny, like in the most low key ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to him almost every day, just, you know, by text and stuff like that. I love Randall. Yeah. Um, so, like, I was listening to I was like, why didn't more people like this? Like, this was so good. But I think there was like, so many podcasts. Yeah. And there still are that I just don't think people, like, have the time to, like, listen to it. And you need your friends to, like, really want to aggressively promote it. Yeah. And also, like, I think what I like is I just like, like, normal talking. Like, I grew up listening to Howard Stern. And, like, that was, like, the best radio show to me. Yeah. It still is an amazing radio show to me. And so, like, I just like this, like, sort of boring slice of life conversation about, like, my, why I'm fucked up and all this stuff. And I think that, like, I think people want, like, more aggressive entertainment, for lack of a better term. Like, they want it to be a little bit more performative and or for there to be, like, a gimmick or a shtick or, like, something like that. Like, they don't seem as interested in just, like, listening to a normal show. That doesn't yeah. have like some theme or some topic or like some sort of other like more dramatic performance element to it. Right. Like a which, true crime po- podcast. Right. Which 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 <laughs> kind of like bums me out. So like yeah. plus I was like really busy and it was like stressful because back then I still had to work on Saturday. So it was like I had to figure out sometime during the week after I just busted my ass all day to then come home and fucking set up and like deal with all this bullshit. So now that I could do something on the weekends, I could probably maybe do that too. But yeah. I don't know. But it was I I really like doing the show with you and other people have told me that they really like it. I just think you're extremely funny. But <laughs> Thank uh you. who knows. Well, no, honestly that means a lot coming from you cuz I like I think you're extremely funny and you just have this way of of like expressing yourself and the way that you talk is just is I'm always and I'm always like looking at the screen I'm looking at you like reaction and like if you're not like you know if I notice like oh shit his face isn't changing like am I saying something that's not funny oh so this this is something else and this was like a whole gimmick I did to one of my poor friends for like an entire day afterwards so like I was unhappy um with my current doctor Mm -hmm. so I found and um insurance is like insanely expensive so I found what is called a direct primary care physician, mm-hmm. where instead of insurance, you just pay the doctor. This doctor's office doesn't pay insurance. So I pay this doctor $85 a month. Mm-hmm. I get unlimited office visits for that. Any you get one like full physical and blood panel every year. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay for included in that. And then all their testing pricing is a la carte. So like I had some testing done at my last doctor before I switched. And mm-hmm. it cost me almost 400 bucks. That same test at my uh, new doctor would have cost me $37. The, the one who does take insurance or who doesn't? The one who does not take insurance. I would literally oh, just wow. would have paid him $37 cash. Wow. So, or whatever. So they just bill my credit card every month and that's that. So, um, so like we talked about like my anxiety and stuff like that. And he was telling me like as an aside that he thinks my anxiety is very poorly managed Mm -hmm. because he was saying like you know 
for you, you went from a place where it's like you started having these anxiety attacks you never had before to where you basically couldn't function. Right. So now you can function. So in your mind, you've had a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. You went from a place where you couldn't do anything to where you can now. He's yeah. like, but you still like make all these sort of concessions in life or whatever because of your anxiety. He's uh-huh. like, that means it is poorly managed, not that it is well managed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know what? You're probably right, dude. That's maybe you should be a doctor or whatever. Um, but like he also told me, and this was like really, really funny to me. But oh, this it's all friend who said this stuff. No, no, no. This is the doctor. The doctor so like okay. this is this is also like very, very weird to me. Like to hear this or whatever. Like he told me that a lot of my problems he thinks stem from the fact that I'm very gifted. Uh huh. So he's he's like you're obviously like very smart and all this stuff, yeah. and that's like a weird thing for the doctor to fucking say to you because like I want to believe that, but I also know that I'm mentally retarded. <laughs> no, I mean that's totally true. People who are like have like higher levels of intelligence are just way more prone to feeling those. Yeah. Things. So, so like, like so like so like he gave me that he well he recommended I just bought it. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. This book that I'm supposed to read about being gifted before I see him the next time and like how that might help me understand some of the problems that I face on a personal level and like all of that stuff. So yeah. like I was like talking to someone like right after that and like I was I was like telling her I was like the doctor said that I'm gifted or whatever. I was like, which is weird. And she was like, well, that's actually like a really nice compliment. Yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. So like like she got mad at me later. She's like, hey, you didn't like return my message or whatever. And I was like, oh I can't be um burdened by your social norms of returning messages because I'm extremely gifted. <laughs> oh, no. oh my fucking God. So this very nice person who decided who was kind enough to listen to me talk about my problems and anxieties then wanted to talk to me about various things. And I told them that I would not talk to them about those things because I was too gifted. <laughs> who is this person? I, I shan't say. Oh, but are no, I did. I talked to them all the time. We're we're close, but like it was just funny. Like when she oh, was. You like, still talk now? Oh yeah. Okay, good. No, but, it wasn't like a real, but like I just thought it was funny for like twenty four hours that whenever they were like, "Hey, how can you didn't do this?" I'm like, "Because I'm gifted." And I, <laughs> I can't. And like that would be like a really funny bit to me, like just in general. But like I don't like I don't like saying it. It makes me uncomfortable, actually. Yeah. To like think of myself that way. I totally agree. I feel like, that. you know, like I have this weird ego or whatever, like most people, but like also like I want, I don't want there to be any expectations of me. Yeah. So like the idea that like, maybe like I have some like higher level of potential or that, that I could potentially like operate at a different level than other people. Like, I don't, I don't want to explore that. And I don't want to fucking talk about that. You know what I mean? Like, I want people to expect the absolute least from me. And mm-hmm. I would like to then even still have them be disappointed, <laughs> you know? So, so yeah. we'll see. So anyway, I guess what I'm saying is that um, if this podcast is bad, it's only because people who are not gifted don't understand the extremely gifted things that I'm talking about. I guess that's yeah. what I'm saying is that I'm sorry for all the retarded, non-gifted listeners of this podcast. I'm just operating at a different level than you. And please don't talk to me about it because it gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have anything you'd like to say to, uh, to our audience, Margaret, before we, uh, before we go today? I don't think so. 
I mean, thank you again for listening. I can't imagine that anybody ever gets to this part in the podcast. Um, I'll forget to this part. Really? All right. So thank you for listening. And um, thank you for finding me tolerable enough to continue with Matthew on this show. Thank you. We thank the pig for giving his life. (laughs) This song is called... Do you eat bacon? Big head. That's what Trey said before the divided sky on 52889, Ian's okay. farm. Nice. Uh, I do eat bacon. I'm a I'm a ham eating Jew. Jeez. But uh in any event, Margaret, thank you so much. Have a nice yeah. Memorial Day weekend. And yeah, uh, marry one of the troops in solidarity. Big and, juicy bitch. And uh, all right, stay juicy.